When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, it's Dan and this is the Orange Brown Talk podcast for day five of training camp and we've got two parts coming for you today. In the first, Ellis Williams is going to host and drive us through a recap of day five of training camp and then in the second half of the podcast you're going to hear my interview with Brown's linebacker Anthony Walker that I did on Saturday and you can catch the story I wrote about that. It's on cleveland.com slash browns. Now make sure you're a football insider subscriber. Go to cleveland.com slash browns. Click the blue banner at the top of the page uh, to get all the information you need for that and get signed up. All right, here we go. Our Orange and Brown Talk podcast. Here's Ellis. Hey, what's going on? Ellis Williams here, and you're listening to the Orange and Brown Talk podcast. I'm joined by Dan Lobby, Scott Pascoe, and Mary Kay Cabot. Day five of Brown's training camp out here. And since the roles are a little bit reversed, I'm sitting in the host chair. We're going to throw it to Dan Lobby, and I want him Uh-oh. to break down, Dan Lobby. What did you see today? I need flaming hot takes. You know, you're relieved of your hosting duties, man, so just spit. This The floor is yours. What did you see at day five, Dan? Uh, can I say nothing? <laughs> Am I allowed <laughs> to say nothing? Who's, who's next? Nothing. <laughs> no, I thought today was a pretty... Um, I, it wasn't a very eventful practice, and I think that has a lot to do with them getting into pads. Uh, I do think we've talked about the deep passing game, and I thought we saw a little bit of that today, even though it wasn't always successful. Uh, Alexander Hollins had a chance to haul one in, and he dropped it. Uh, And I just, you know, in that regard, Baker Mayfield looked sharper today than he did the previous two days. So I guess I'll go with with Baker Mayfield in the passing game looked sharper today than I think it did the last time we were on here, Friday and Saturday. Which I think is a really good sign. Yeah, and like any great host, I teed Dan up there quite cold, but he brought it home well there. Dan's exactly right, though, about the theme of nothing here. we, we got to keep in mind that this is a practice before the pads are going on tomorrow on Tuesday. So we kind of came in expecting a lighter tempo. We saw a lot of special teams, but, but Dan's right. We saw some crisp passes from Baker Mayfield. And just uh, where the offense, you probably want them to be as you rev up for pads here. Scott, what caught your attention? Yeah, definitely a lot more special teams. Uh, and I was kind of following Donovan, people joined around, so he was you know involved in a lot of that. Uh, but as far as offense defense goes, um, I, I saw some more Baker scrambling again today, and we saw a lot of that on, what was it, Sunday? Was that the last day we were here? No, Saturday. 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 Yeah, I'm sorry, I still don't know what day it is. Uh, but there was some more of that. There was one play where Miles Garrett, uh, you know, if it had been a real game, would have just swallowed him up near the sideline and I think I don't know if somebody said something but Baker just kind of tossed the ball at his head as they were both running out of bounds and working their way back to the field so I saw a lot of that so I don't it's hard to tell yet is you know is the the secondary getting their job done are are receivers just not as crisp as they should be on some of these routes you know it's it's some of the stuff is seven on seven and uh, it's hard to tell but I guess it's better than just maybe the offense dominating right now. You want to see this defense making plays because that's where all the you know the heavy lifting was done this offseason to improve the unit. So uh, from that perspective, maybe maybe it's been a, a good 
last two practices for the defense. I watched Nick Chubb some today. They've kind of put Chubb on a little bit of bubble wrap, okay? Uh, they really are trying to keep him very healthy for the season, and we haven't seen much of him. But he was out there in some team drills today. I honestly don't know how much you're going to see him do once the pads go on. Maybe he will get some reps. Um, maybe he'll get plenty of reps. But I think they're going to be very, very careful with him. So it was kind of nice to see him out there today. Uh, the fans wanted to see him. It was the big day for Nick Chubb with signing the contract extension. And he got the first handoff in 11-on-11s, caught a nice pass over the middle, uh, did some pretty cool things. Miles had a little fun with him, too, uh, you know, uh, on a long run. Uh, Chubb, Chubb was running it uh, downfield, and after he pretty much stopped, Miles ran down, tried to knock the ball out just to have a little bit of fun and goof around with him a little bit. Uh, but, you know, it was nice to see him out there uh, just looking like he's ready to run through a wall when the time comes. Uh, but, you know, in the meantime, Kareem Hunt has been getting a ton, a ton of work. I mean, lots of work. And he's looked really good and sharp and fit. And Demetrius Felton has had an excellent, excellent camp so far. Yeah, that third running back spot is going to get real interesting. And today, it, as I said, it seemed like a lot of special teams work out there today. And that's really what this might come down to is who can be the most versatile. Coach Stefanski mentioned that today. In, in Felton's case, you can run, you can catch, and you can play special teams. It's going to be fascinating to see how that breaks down. Mary Kay, you made a good point about this team trying to keep Nick Chubb fresh, and really that's a theme throughout camp here as they're rotating guys and everyone being on their own snap count, if you will. Um, Dan, one guy that I know you talked to who went down today, Anthony Walker, uh, what did you see there, and what do you think this means for the, the green dot guy going forward? Well, we, we kind of learned with Greedy Williams that we don't want to speculate too much on this podcast about an injury. But, I mean, what I saw with Walker is he came off, uh, took his helmet off, and was stretching himself out on the sideline for a little while. And then he went back in, and he was on the field. And then he hopped off, uh, laid down, kind of kind of threw his helmet into the ground a little bit, uh, laid down on the ground, was pointing sort of to the back of his knee but then they were also working on his hamstring area a little bit so it's really hard to tell what the issue was they were stretching him out uh, you know hopefully it's just more of a, a Ronnie Harrison situation and, and just you know a hamstring issue that he'll be able to come back from but uh, you know something to keep an eye on because even though Anthony Walker is not like the guy on this defense he was going to wear the green dot he is the middle linebacker Kevin Stefanski I think really values the middle linebacker doing that job they obviously have guys that can do it if they need to, so it's not that big of a concern in that regard. But uh, you know, you just you hate to lose a guy that was definitely going to be a starter this early in camp. So hopefully, nothing serious. And Scott, next man up, Jacob Phillips. Well, yeah, I think so. Uh, he was out there uh, in place of Walker when they started uh, started reps back up, and I mean, look, they clearly weren't ready to hand Phillips the job this off season. They brought in another guy on a one year contract, so. You know, maybe maybe that's down the road, but you know, I would expect that tomorrow we're probably going to see him getting those first team reps, and we'll go from there. He did not. I mean, he didn't get a ton of reps. I think he was like in the 150 range last season. And you know, if you're going by PFF grading, he did not have a good season. Uh, but it's you know, first year linebacker kind of learning the ropes, and we saw what that's like with Mac Wilson. You know, prior to that, it it takes time. It's a tough position to to get your your head around and, and to kind of get to a level where you're supposed to be at in the NFL. So um, maybe this ramps things up for him, but uh, I think even Kevin Stefanski mentioned he has 
you know, he's wore the green dot a little bit last season, and now you know he's going to be doing it in camp for a while. Yeah, Mary Kay, uh, these linebacker injuries piling up a little bit. Any concern there? Is this the group that is the most fluid anyway, so it's nothing you're too concerned about? Well, you know, again, as we are taping this right now, we don't know too much. Yet. I did see uh, Anthony Walker when he first kind of was down on the field. He was really sort of rubbing the outside of his outside of his thigh. It almost looked like, and again, we can't really speculate, but I mean, it almost looked like, you know, there could be some quad situation or whatever. I don't really know, um, obviously, what it is yet, but he's just not somebody that uh, you want to lose for any length of time. So hopefully, uh, by the time you're listening to this, uh, you know, the Browns will have gotten some good news. Uh, but they, you know, they do have some depth at linebacker this year. So it's a much better depth than they've had before. A lot of the guys are weak side linebackers, but they're versatile. They're all very versatile, uh, so they can all do different things. And uh, and as we've talked about so many different times before, a lot of times in this defense, you're just going to need two linebackers on the field anyways. Uh, what hurts right now is the fact that you've got JOK that has missed the, uh, you know, the whole first part of camp so far on COVID-19. And then you've got Tony Fields, uh, who is out with a with a foot another foot injury. Uh, so you're down some linebackers. They're probably going to have to go out and and grab a couple of guys to throw in there. I would think because uh, you're just starting to get to the point where you're getting a little bit thin, and that's not what you need at this time. Can I can I add one thing? The one concern, even though they do have that depth, is it's really young depth. You know, JOK obviously yeah. a rookie. Tony Fields a rookie. Uh, of course, Fields, uh, who knows when he's going to be back. You know, Anthony Walker, I think, turns 26 here in a couple weeks, and he's like one of the oldest guys in that room outside of Malcolm Smith. So uh, it's very young, inexperienced depth, especially especially once you get past Mac Wilson and, and Taki Taki, who are only in year three to begin with. Yeah, completely agree. Um, I, I want to end with something fun here. This might be naive of me, but I'm calling this my first Browns training camp. So I'm curious what everyone is excited about for the pads coming on just you know it changes everything it really does in my opinion in football that's the, the point of this game you put the pads on and it becomes a different game I'll start I can't wait to see how Jadavion Clowney and Miles Garrett look attacking these tackles stunting inside they're making plays already and now the pads are going to come on and they become even more giant individuals than they already are so I think everyone's energy will be high and I'm going to really going to investigate that defensive line tomorrow. Anyone else? Can I say I'm not ex- <laughs> excited either way? For Scott, the don't give like, a rip. Look, Scott, I don't know, give a rip. I remember Joe Thomas at one point saying that pads or no pads, our job is basically the same either way. So, <laughs> you know, from that standpoint, I don't, I don't know. I, I mean, they have to obviously they have to practice in pads because that's what you play in. Um, but I mean, at the end of the day, unless they're out there tackling, it's still going to look a lot like what we've seen the last few days, where it's you know. Things are getting blown dead, and you know nobody's tackling the running backs. But it's going to look more like football. At the very least, it'll look more like football. Go ahead, Mary Kay. You know what? I, I think when I, when the the pads come on, I like to watch a lot of defensive backs against wide receivers. Yes. I think the, you know, that that makes for some of the uh, you know some, for the best theater uh, in these practices because, as you guys just mentioned, you're really not going to be tackling. Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb to the ground. That's not happening. The sirens are not going off tomorrow, uh, so we're not going to see that, and we're not going to hear that. Uh, but you will see some fireworks from those defensive backs, 
and these DBs are really good. Uh, they're aggressive. They're going after the ball. Uh, and, uh, you know, iron is going to sharpen iron here. That's one of the things that I've been noticing about Baker and, and all these guys on offense. They are really getting tested by these defensive guys. I mean, Baker has to get the ball out quicker. He's got to be very precise with where he's going to the with the football. Uh, he's he's tested more in this camp than he has been in other camps. I would have said the linebackers, but it's hard to say that right now because I just don't know what that group's going to look like. Uh, but really, I mean, pad day is always kind of a good day, kind of like you said, Ellis, to really get a look at. We're going to see some real contact between O-linemen and D-linemen. Yeah. Like Scott said, is it going to look like a game? No, it's not. And they're going to protect each other and take care of each other. But at least we're going to see a little bit of like real real actual contact between those two groups. And I think it should be fun to watch, especially those interior defensive linemen. I want to see what those guys look like uh, in the middle. Yeah, no fight predictions? No no one's taking the gloves off, the helmets yeah. off, Farrow, nothing? Pharaoh Brown is no longer here. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know what it was. I mean, he was a really nice guy. Yeah. I, I interviewed him before. For whatever reason, he, he was, you know, he got into like three uh, skirmishes a year. I it, It's uncanny. Well, but he's no longer here. Perhaps that's why Hard Knocks hasn't been back yet. There's just not enough rounds fights. I'm kidding. One thing I will be watching on top of the defensive line, a uh, little insider info here. When the pads go on, much like Mary Kay said, watching a, a specific position battle, the running backs versus linebackers in pass pro, oh, it's so unfair. You got Sony Taki Taki just on a free blitz taking on Demetric Felton. I can't wait to watch it because I remember being that player having to block the way larger defender and there's no chance but it's a blast um we'll see all that tomorrow and we'll catch up with y'all then for myself dan lobby scott patisco and mary Kay cabot i'm ellis williams signing off thanks for listening y'all welcome back to the orange or brown talk podcast this is dan lobby okay now here on part two of the podcast my interview with anthony walk first of all i gotta ask you um because it, it throws me off still every practice i see number four running around <laughs> out there and i'm like who is that guy he is moving and then i realize oh yeah that's that's anthony walker so why why the switch to four um actually like my first year you know kind of getting acclimated to football um i was number four okay so um this is my that was my second year. I was kind of, you know, still in the process, but that was the year I kind of became like, you know, you know, a pretty solid player. I became, I was, I was became the quarterback on that team, and uh, also played defense. So, um, what was that? Six, I was six years old, and okay. I turned twenty six this year. So I was like twenty years later. <laughs> there you go. You know, kind of pieced it all together. But yeah, um, went back to my, you know, roots. I've always been a single digit guy. I never <laughs> really liked the the uh, number passed. Well, well, nine, was, but oh. <laughs> you know it's cool. It was, it was um, good. It was good timing for you, great too, because like you were switching teams, you didn't have to Definitely, buy all those jerseys exactly, back. Exactly. Or so like great timing. Um, it worked itself out, and uh, yeah, was able to get number four. So you, so you said you were six. I was going to ask how old you were. How, how long did you stay a quarterback? I played quarterback until uh, I want to say freshman year. Freshman year of high school, I was a backup. Okay. And then um, I told my dad, like, all right, I'm done. I don't want to. <laughs> I'm good. So I was always emergency just in case, but I played quarterback, you know, pretty much all my life until okay. I got to high school. What, what didn't you like about it? Because mo- most guys, when yeah. they played quarterback and I talked to them, they're like, man, I kinda, they kind of still wish for those glory days, right? Yeah, but no, like, I, so like what, what like I like defense. I like defense a lot. And, um, you know, what happened was when I was younger, my coach was like, all right, if you play quarterback, like, I can only put you at, like, safety or corner. Like, you can't take too many hits. Okay. And I was like, all right, like, you know, I just wanted to play. I want to be a you know more, you know a more physical player. So I want to, and I, I played you know pretty much linebacker. I knew linebacker. I knew safety. I knew corner. But you know in high school you can't play both ways. So I was like you know I, I knew I had a better shot, 
you know, just, you know, giving myself an opportunity to play defense instead of, you know, focusing on quarterback. Okay. Which I probably, you know, if I had a better arm, <laughs> you know, if my arm talent would have got a little better, I would have been all right. But. Yeah, yeah, I mean, what, what kind of quarterback were you when you in that ninth grade? Year? I was a game manager. Okay. You know, I got us in the right play every time. Uh, we were able to run no huddle at seven years old, you know, so I was really smart. I remembered all the plays. Um, I had a great fake on my bootleg, and I used to score a lot of touchdowns on that. Um, but yeah, it was it was good. I, I could throw a couple passes. You know, I wasn't like just a stand stand back there and hand it off. But you know, I had a couple touchdown passes in my career. Um, but yeah, just uh, you know, more so a game manager. You know, yeah. I mean, I mean, the right answer to that question is a winner. Yeah. That's, oh, that's definitely that. You know? Yeah, definitely won four, like, three, four Super Bowls at Little League. You know, so so. You know, obviously, we, you know, John Johnson told us you're going to wear the green sticker. That's not a big surprise. But I, w- I wanted to kind of ask you, like, what – I guess what goes into that? And what does that mean to you that you're going to be that guy? That I, you did it in Indy, too, right? Mm. Uh, I, Darius wore the green hat. Okay, Darius um, wore I, but, I couldn't you know, remember. It, we, we, it was kind of interchangeable. We, yeah. I, was, I did a couple games okay. as well. So, But, um, you know, for me, it's just a leadership role um, as far as, like, you, you, you got to get everybody, you know, on the same page. And that's kind of always been my forte of, you know, being a – you know, you got to get everybody in the right call and get the defense set up and all that stuff. So all the details and everything that goes into it, um, you know, I kind of pride myself on that. Um, but, again, in this defense, man, you got a lot of guys that can, you know, make plays and make, you know, make calls and everything like that. John obviously easily can do it. Right. Um, you know, our whole linebacker room, if you give anybody, any one of us a green dot, you know, I have no idea. I have no doubt in my mind that, you know, the job will get done, you know. So, um, you know, again, that's just a – a leader, like you said, a leadership role. But again, um, you know, you gotta you, you take pride in making sure that um, you know we're all on the same page. We're all communicating the same way. Um, and as a linebacker, you wouldn't want anything else. This, this might be a dumb question. You can tell me if it is. Does any of that quarterback experience help you? Even though it was at such a young age, yeah. like you stopped playing as a freshman, mm-hmm. does that still help you at all? Kind oh, of no, having doubt, at least no doubt that about position? it. Um, I think my dad coaching offense uh, really helps me more than anything. Yeah. Just understanding concepts and you know what the offense is looking for, and like you know when they look at a defense and what co- what uh, route concepts and all that stuff can beat certain coverages. Um, so definitely, you know, my dad definitely gets a lot of credit for that. Um, <laughs> But uh, like you said, like the remembering of the plays, the the intricacies of the plays, the details of it, you know, it definitely helps me on the, on the defensive side because, you know, like I see motion. I know as a quarterback, if it was if I was motion, I'm looking for something or something like whatever it is. So, just uh, you know, quarterback definitely has been you know a huge help to me. Um, you know, I was, I remember when I first my coach told me I was first playing quarterback. I hated. It. I was like, man, I don't want to play quarterback. Like. You know, I want to play. You know, you want to, you want the ball in your hand. Right. You know, what I'm saying you want to score touchdowns. You don't want to hand it off. So, <laughs> but again, you understand that, like you said, a quarterback is a winning position, and I think you know linebacker is the same thing. So, tell me a little bit about your dad then. Um, kind of where where he coached and, yep. and like did, did he coach you? Yeah. Okay. He did. Okay. Yeah. I, I apologize for not. No, nah, you're good. <laughs> I, I mean, I'd actually rather you tell me. Than, yeah. No, you're fine. Okay. Um, so my dad started off. He played basketball actually. Okay. Growing up, um, went to college for basketball. Um, where do you, you go? Uh, Albany State in okay. Georgia. Yep. Okay. And then uh, actually went to, then actually started coaching Little League football out of nowhere. <laughs> I don't know how. <laughs> um, and then uh, a high school coach wanted him to come coach over there. So he started coaching high school JV football. Okay. Did pretty well. Worked his way up. Became quarterback coach on varsity, offensive coordinator. By the time I got there, he was the offensive coordinator. So uh, he was the offensive coordinator on my team. My last 
three years of okay. high school. And, um, yeah, just, uh, I mean, like you said, I worked, just worked all the way from the bottom and then got a shot, and he did pretty well. Um, gave it up, didn't want to coach anymore, so now he's dean of students. He, you know, he was a teacher and football coach, so then he became dean of students okay. and let go of the football. So Okay, and, yeah. and his name is? Anthony Wilkinson. Okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I assume that. But. No, <laughs> um, so I, I guess – you said that, like, the offensive side, he taught you a lot. Mm-hmm. Is he still in your ear sometimes about that stuff? Or does he kind of stay out of the way now that it's NFL? Yeah, he yeah. kind of – once I got to college, he kind of let me just do my own thing. Like, I watch – you know, when I'm – we watch – we still watch a lot of film and stuff okay. together. Um, watch a lot of football together, you know, in the off season. So, um, now I'm more of the coach, you know, teaching him, you know, different <laughs> stuff. You know, it's different. Like I tell him all the time, like, it's different, you know, going from high school to college and college to the NFL, you know, especially like the – the menu of plays, the yeah. you know the, the pro style offense, like you know that's still a thing. You know people right. really don't understand that. Like you go from college where you're seeing four or five wide receivers on the field to this offense, which I think is you know the most complex. You know, looking at it, uh, I remember saying that in Indy last year, um, where you could have three tight ends to four receivers and OBJ and Juice on one side. <laughs> you're like, what the hell? Like, how the hell did this happen? Like, I just had three tight ends on the field. So. Yeah. Um, you know, the NFL game is a lot different and, um, you know, you just, the, your, I feel like your vision has to open up so much, you know, just to kind of see things. And I was talking to my dad now, he's like, bro, I, like, how do you know this? <laughs> like, what are you looking at? Like, you know, and I'm like, it's just, it's just a lot different. Is, is there still anything though that like, that he taught you or that he, did, is there some lesson you remember oh, yeah, from no, him? Just like, like, like I said, like the concepts, like you, yeah. anytime I'm going to a defense and I'm like learning coverages and everything like that, I'm like. All right, like I know what can attack this, you know, this coverage already. So like my dad already kind of told me like, all right, if we see a team in cover three and we run this route concept, you're looking at this, you see this guy here move here, then boom, you throw this right here. So right. it's like, you know, just being able to understand that and understand where you need to be on the field and kind of space out the coverages and all that stuff. Um, you know, yeah, it just it's, that's what he taught me. So. I remember you telling us when you first signed that yeah. you would hand out, like, papers to, mm-hmm. like, the defense. Mm-hmm. You'd go around and just hand out. So, let, let me just ask this. How much film would you say you watch in a game week? In a game week? Oh, I should actually ask them how many hours on my iPad because <laughs> I really can't even tell you. But um, So, I mean, a lot then. If it, yeah, it's definitely a lot. I mean, yeah, I'm, you know, as soon as our game's over, I, I try to get that quick to watch our game film. Um, obviously, if the team has played or hasn't played, I'm watching their game, whether it's Sunday night or, you know, sometimes just get a little TV copy and just watch it or stuff like that. And Or if they already played, I'll go get right in and watch their their game that they just played right. so I can watch that. Then Monday is kind of like my first and second down, you know, day, like little miscellaneous, you know, reverses or screens or, you know, just to see, like, when they kind of, you know, run these kind of not trick plays, but yeah. trick plays. Um you know, Wednesday, Tuesday, Wednesday is kind of, you know, let's get the big five runs. So, what are the number one run plays, number one pass concepts on first and second down? Uh, the end of Wednesday, you want to have kind of much, you want to have first and second down pretty much done. Right. Um, you know, end of Wednesday, Thursday morning, a lot of third down, getting that in. Um, you know, understanding route concepts and certain downs and distances. And then once you get to Thursday, Friday, it's more, you know, you, goal line, short yardage, all that stuff, but you're kind of just piecing everything together. So um, for me, like when I handed those, when I used to, you know, show the guys the notes and everything, it was more so, you know, a general overview, you know, uh, first, second, you know, a little bit of third, a little bit of goal line, short yardage, like what I've seen on the film so far. And then, you know, get the game plan from the coaches and then I start piecing all that stuff together. And then, you know, you... 
for me, it's like you want to see the same thing that your coach sees. You know what I'm saying? So, well, there were times last year where, you know, I knew we were getting ready to play Cleveland last year, and I knew that it was a play that hurt us but when we played the Steelers in 2019. And I know this is a team that kind of runs a similar offense that, you know, Pitt was running. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, all right, let's make sure we get that play in and practice. And guess what? They ran it. You know, <laughs> like, you know, you just want to put your defense and put yourself in the best situation. So, you know, that's kind of one. You want to see the same thing that the, the, the whole defense is seeing, but definitely your coach because it's like, you know, you know what he's calling. You know what he's, you know, expecting to see, you know. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you just want to make sure you're on the same page and not just like, you know, getting a little head start on it. It's funny. Where, where'd that kind of initiative come from to hand out those sheets? I mean, is that something? I just honestly just did it. You know, I, it's not really like, own. oh, I wanted to make sure the guy, I just like, hey, guys, I'm doing that. I'm looking at this. This is what I saw. If you guys want to look at it, you know, whatever. But then it just became a habit. Um, but I just remember my dad used to do the same thing. You know, when okay. we played, um, he'd watch our game that night. He watched the ne- the next day. We, I mean, we watch as a team. Then the next day, he's already on the next next opponent that we're playing. First and second down. All right, on third down, this is what we're trying to get done. You know, this is what we need to run on short yards. So it's, you know, again, a lot of a lot of my tendencies and stuff come from my dad. Just yeah. seeing him, you know, how he prepared for a game. Is it, is it the same with those film habits, or does that come from Northwestern? Or uh, I mean, I, think I know a, a lot of guys say like they got to learn to watch film when they get to the NFL. Sometimes I don't know if that. Uh, I think you get more advanced at yeah. what you're watching. Um, you know, in high school, you don't have to watch so much. Right. You can watch, you know, what coverage they're in. They're probably gonna play the same one or two coverages the whole game and. You know, you watch in the front, see if that moved. But, you know, in high school, it's a lot. But, uh, you know, you get to college, like, man, it's like a whole different. And I play in the Big Ten, so you got a spread team one week, then you got a, you know, two back, you know. So, um, you know, I definitely think Coach Fitz, um, my my head coach at uh, Northwestern, was great at, like, you know, I used to watch film with him as well. Um, And he taught me a lot as well, you know, as far as, uh, like, tendencies and all that stuff. Um, And then my linebacker coach at – and at Northwestern as well, Randy Bates, he's the D coordinator now okay. at uh, Pitt. He was awesome too. Um, and then, shoot, when I when I got to the NFL and Coach Flus, man, he was one of the most sharpest guys I've ever met. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So um, piecing all those guys together and, you know, going back to having a foundation that my dad gave me uh, definitely helped me a lot. Do you, do you ever feel like you've done enough? Like no. when, it, when it gets to Saturday night no. or when you wake up Sunday morning? No, I, I mean, like I've always tell myself like, shit, if you don't know it now, if you haven't seen it now, then they're not going to do it. Right. But I feel like, you know, you want to be as prepared as possible. And then you go out there, you still got to play. Mm-hmm. You still got to react to what they do. So I'm not putting that pressure on myself. Like, oh, I got to make sure I watch every little thing that they do. And if I don't watch something and it's like, you got to play. Right. You know what I'm saying? I can know everything that's coming, but you still got to play. So um, you, like I said, you just want to know that the, the foundation is set for the week, that you put the time in, uh, you know, you put all the energy that you need to in the film room and everything like that, and then, you know, you go out there and let, it, let everything else take care of itself. You know, it's still a read, still a read and react lead. You know, you still can't, like, it's not computer, like, oh, this, 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 coded, do, 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 all right, this should be it, boom. Like, no, they can run a whole con- completely different play or, you know, whatever right. it is, so... You just, like I said, you just want to put yourself in the best situation to when you do see something, you read it, you react to what else could happen off of it too. So it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a chess chess game at, at the end of the day. Right. And uh, like you said, you and Darius were kind of splitting yeah, up. So I mean, sure. you had two smart guys in there. You got yep. that here too with, with John. I mean, yep. how much does it help to just have all these guys that can handle that and nah, are willing I, that's to take that said, stuff like, on? That's what I said. Like, man, we got so many guys that, uh, you know, I mean, either leaders or, you know, come from a leadership role at their team and man like 
playing with so many guys that you know know the defense, understand the defense, and ins and outs of it in the linebacker room, especially like because I, like I said, like the linebackers kind of set the you know set the foundation. You know what I'm saying? The D line, trust me, they're they get all my respect. They are the they do all the dirty work, and you know what I'm saying. You got like when you got Miles and Malik and all those guys, man, it's, it makes your, it makes our job a lot easier. But you know, you kind of the linebackers kind of set everything. You know, we we right. get everybody lined up, we get everybody. Um, and on the right page, in the right call, and then we go out and execute together, and you know that's how you want it to be. Yeah, yeah. Well, just one last thing here: when you look at your linebacker room, mm-hmm. you know you have some young guys. I mean, you have some some older guys like a Malcolm Smith, mm-hmm. but you got like Cione's in there, mm-hmm. Mac Wilson, the, the rookies that got mm-hmm. drafted this year. Uh, do you kind of like playing playing next to those young guys, or kind of being the leader of those young guys, <laughs> teaching those young guys? Or I mean, it's funny. I've you... always like I told the guys like every year except for my first year, I was. Pretty much the oldest for the most part, either yeah. uh, either the second or the first oldest as far as NFL experience. Right. And um, it's funny, like when I again my first year, I was like the youngest. Like I everybody was way older than me. Then I get my second year, and it's a whole different room. <laughs> it was crazy. So um, you know, I like it. I like you know helping the guys out. Um, you know, helping them see things that maybe you know they don't see and I see it. Um, and I like getting feedback from them. You know, I ask those guys all the time, like, "Hey, what can, you know? What did you see here that I, that I can work on, or you know, on this play? Like, what? Like, how can I read this better? You know, all that stuff. Especially having Malcolm, Malcolm in the room. Um, he's making some like reads in practice that I've like, dude, like, <laughs> like, yeah, you, 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 are definitely a DOG. Like, you know, what I'm saying, you see, you see a lot better than a lot of us. So. Um, again, you can you can always learn and you can always help. So I, I enjoy doing that. All right, one, one more, just because I want to ask about Joe Woods. Mm-hmm. Um, it seems like guys love playing for him. I talked to Malik Jackson mm-hmm. like maybe a month ago, mm-hmm. and he just he played for, he played with him in Denver. He mm-hmm. was the DBs coach then, but uh, I mean he still loved him. It's yeah. one of the reasons he came here. Mm-hmm. I mean, wh- what is it about Joe Woods? Why do you guys love playing? No, definitely a good dude. Um, that, that's what you want as in a coach anyway. You know, first thing, good person. You know, at the end of the day. Um, you know, we play football for a living, but you know, he's a. You want somebody that's like you know that cares for you too, like you know, not a, and just respectful more than anything. So, great, great motivator, great leader um, of men. You know, at the end of the day, you're leading men. You're not leading young boys. You know, right. You're leading men. You know, so he understands that. Um, you know, and then at the end of the day, you, you want a coach that's going to put you in the best position to win, and I think he does that. I know this isn't a decision you want to make now. Mm-hmm. You know, you want to be able to make it 10, 15 years from now. Sure. Do you want to get into coaching one day? Or is that, or is that <laughs> Man, just I like get that the hours like or whatever? Man, I don't, I don't know. I really couldn't tell you. Um, the hours, uh, I don't know. I will say this. I will be coaching high school football at some point, um, whether that's after NFL coaching or after, you know, whatever it is. But I will be coaching high school, and that's a given. So. <laughs> That's that's my number one. I do want to coach high school football for a very long time when I'm, you know, at that point. My thanks to Anthony Walker for talking to me again. Check out that story on cleveland.com slash browns. And, of course, sign up to be a Football Insider subscriber. We'll be back tomorrow. Thanks for listening, everybody.